Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to a city that's set on a hill. Its ruler and maker is the Lord God above. Oh, I'm going to a city and it's set on a hill. And someday I'll be in heaven and there'll be no sorrow there. Oh, I'm going to a city that lies four square. The gates are made of jasper and I'll see Jesus there. I'm going to a Hello, everybody. God bless you today. Welcome to the Prophetic News Radio broadcast on the Prophecy Zone Radio Network. And we are going to have a wonderful program for you today. Our topic is the Book of Malachi and Tithing. And we're having a special guest, Sister Soldier, Robin Hare. So uh, stay tuned for that. We'll be getting to our program in a few minutes. Uh, I just want to uh, let you know that we have a website, propheticnews.com. Also, uh, we broadcast every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio. And we also broadcast on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Prophecy Zone Radio Network. Uh, We also have a YouTube channel, and that's Jonah, T for Tom 48, and you can go there and see some of our videos on some very timely subjects that we feel are very important to the church today. And uh, so... There was a there was a few things in the news that I wanted to bring up. Uh, something that I find very interesting is the increase in crime, and uh, how so many people around the country are having their air conditioning systems ripped right from. If you have one outside, especially um, because they contain copper, copper thieves are actually stealing from. Seven churches were hit just over the weekend in Texas. And um, you go outside and you don't have an air conditioning unit anymore. Uh, It it is really a sign of the times, isn't it? Also, they were taking the um, railroad tracks. Uh, Wow. Now, that's pretty amazing. Imagine that you're on a train and it's barreling down a track and someone has ripped off a section of track to sell it for the metal. Well, it is really alarming. I remember uh, years ago, back in the uh, early 1990s, some, I was I took a trip over to South Africa to do some ministry. And uh, while I was there, they, they advised me not to ride in a car uh, along the highways by myself it was too dangerous and um, the crime was so bad there that most people had bars on their windows bars on their doors but that didn't keep the thieves out Uh, one friend that I met there someone had actually cut a hole in their roof and that's how they got into the house 
and uh, they were robbed, and her husband was shot. But I remember uh, seeing some of the squatters' camps there where people had actually walked in from other parts of Africa, and and if there was a, a free uh, vacant land, they would just squat on it. And uh, it, it was really amazing how many hundreds of people were living in this squatters' camp. But it, it made me think of how uh, the crime had increased there so rapidly and how we were going to see also see here an increase in crime. And uh, don't we see it? Uh, who would ever think that? people would start robbing your air conditioning system to get the copper. It's it's just outrageous. But we know that uh, we are in the end times, and uh, Jesus said that uh, people would wax worse and worse, and uh, we are seeing the, uh, the end of time, aren't we? We're seeing wars and uh, weather like we've never seen it before. So uh, we just want to be ready for when Jesus Christ comes. And we do these programs because we believe that we're a voice crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. And uh, we know that there are many voices out there today uh, and there, God does have some wonderful people, and I, I thank God for the Internet because we've been able to um, have a voice where maybe we wouldn't have a place to discuss the, the things that we do discuss. Uh, take, for instance, the subject of tithing. Um, if you, you wouldn't be able to get on, a, a, I guarantee you, you would not be able to air a program uh, on the topic of tithing and the book of Malachi, the way that it is going to be taught on this program, because we believe that the Bible teaches that tithing in the Old Testament was never money, it was food, and that um, the book of Malachi is an interesting book. It's one of the most misquoted books in the Word of God, and I'm surprised myself that there are so many Bible teachers on television, famous ones such as Kenneth Copeland, Creflo Dollar, Fred Price, Joyce Meyer, and I've never heard one of these teachers teach the truth about tithing. They just make stuff up, and uh, it's kind of a fairy tale uh, on the subject. But anyway... um, I'm going to bring my guest on, and we're going to talk about the subject of tithing in the book of Malachi. Hello, Robin. Hello, Sister Susan. How are you? <laughs> good. It's good to hear your voice. How oh, are you? Welcome. I'm doing well. Thank you. Yes. I'm doing well. I'm ready. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, ready I was just telling my audience how... Uh, I I hear uh, so many of the so-called famous Bible teachers on television and radio 
teaching on the subject of tithing, but I've never heard one of them teach it correctly. So uh, it is a, a subject that people need to be taught the truth about, so that they wouldn't they don't have to be in such bondage over uh, finances. But I wanted to get a little bit of your background, if you wouldn't sure. mind. Um, where where did you come from? Uh, what church did you come from uh, specifically during your uh, experience, I would say, as a Christian? Uh, my husband and I were members of Crenshaw Christian Center, um, where Fred Price is the pastor. Wow. Um, yes. So we have a lot of experience with tithing um, and the the myths about tithing. Um, and we, we saw a lot while we were there. And I'll just give you a little history about how we exited from tithing, um, yeah. from the church and from tithing. Um, I was sitting in the congregation one day, and I looked up at the pulpit, and... I just said, God, something is wrong here. Why is all the money in the pulpit? That just those simple words. Yes. And I started crying out for the truth because I said, something is wrong. This man stands up and he says, I have 400 Tommy Bahama shirts. Yeah. Tommy Bahama shirts are at least $100 a piece. You know, oh. if you get them on sale. <laughs> oh. And I'm like, okay. And I said, well, if this is the truth, why isn't it working for anyone else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was one of my questions way back when, too. Because uh, I remember doing a survey one time, and I was asking people, okay, this was back in the probably 1995, but... I said to the congregation, "What could you please tell me? I, with all this seed sowing and tithing, yes. I want to know how many of you are actually out of debt." Yes. Well, I didn't get too many hands that went up. But. Oh no! And actually, my husband he stayed a little while longer because I didn't pressure him. Um, we had actually what happened there. There was another a pastor that had come in, an on-site pastor. And he decided, he was from Ohio, he decided he was going to start a New York ministry. So we jumped out of the frying pan into the fire. (laughs) We went over there to help Uh him establish his ministry. So um, that's where God really showed me this is not scriptural. And we had visited when we were on our way. It's, it's, you know, it's a long story, and I know we need to get to the crux of why it's unscriptural under the New Covenant, but I just wanted to give you a little background. Oh, yeah, I think able, it's how great God, to do that, to let people know uh, where you came from, that you were actually a believer in tithing at one time. As oh, yes, yes. One year, uh, the last year that we was, we gave $26,000. Wow. <laughs> the last year we were there. 
And, oh, my. Oh, yeah. They sent us, you know, they send you your the letter, the tax-exempt letter or whatever, with the, you know, how much you gave, actually. And after that, we went to, we had visited, a friend of ours invited us to a Messianic Jewish congregation. And God used that leader to speak to me, and the bulb went off. He said, Malachi, he wasn't teaching on tithing or anything. He just said the book of Malachi was speaking to the corrupt priesthood. Yeah. <laughs> and the bulb went off. Yeah. I said, okay, I have to go and do I did an in-depth study of the book of Malachi, and I was liberated. Of course, you know, when we went to the pastor to speak to him, you know you don't question them, basically. No. And because I told my husband, and my husband wanted him to have an answer. He believed in him. He wanted him to have an answer. So we had a meeting, and I said, um, I asked a question. And, you know, I said, has anyone ever taught on the entire book of Malachi? Yeah. <laughs> And not I just, haven't heard anybody except no. you know, people like you and me and the other people yeah. out there. And his wife, who was very vocal, who was very quiet, she said no. I'm sorry, yes. She said, I taught on the book of Malachi. She's never taught it, of course, while we were there. So um, when I asked him to justify tithing, he couldn't. He couldn't justify it. He started to go to, he opened his Bible. I told him, we don't need that because I already knew what I was going to say. You know, he said, oh, he's going to go to Abraham. I said, no. Abraham was blessed. Melchizedek blessed him before he gave him a tithe. Right. And it was not of his own possessions. Right. So you don't (laughs) give a tithe to get blessed. That's right. And the key uh, that can liberate you, you have to ask yourself, was the redemptive work of Christ enough? Enough. Hallelujah. Amen. That's right. Was it That's enough? That's right. That's the crucial question. Yes. And to give a little, what happens with, I think, a lot of believers, we just take what they say and these scriptures, and they will quote the scripture properly but they won't give you what goes before it or after. And that's our job to search. Yes. We have to be like Bereans and daily search these scriptures to make sure that what they're saying is true. That's right. That's right. So, I never heard uh I always heard the you know the famous Malachi 3 scripture will a man bribe God. I'm I'm paraphrasing there because yeah. they say will a man rob God, but I say will a man <laughs> bribe will a man bribe God, but um cuz I have someone in the chat room now that's saying we're wrong, but I'm I'm just telling the person that's in the chat room, you have your Bible and um uh, we are going to give you some scriptures yeah. so if you'll follow along, you'll learn something because both of us that are that are um here today Talking on the subject, I was a tither for 15 years. I've been saved 31. Yeah. And I never, you know, 
I mean, God blessed me in some ways, but I, I it never solved all my financial problems. And uh, it, it was interesting that you were talking about Fred Price, but the, the time that you were there, and of course he's bragging about the 400 Tommy Bahama shirts, yeah. and your and the rest of the congre- congregation, for the most part, is just stupefied. They're not thinking. Wow, like we're giving our money and this guy is buying 400 Tommy Bahama shirts. I kid you not. That's exact. Those are his words. His his words verbatim. Um, and we, what I want to do, I want to get to the Book of Malachi, and we need to yeah. go to do some history of tithing because okay. tithing didn't start in Malachi. All right. It didn't begin there. And the first thing that we want to preface is, and for the person in the chat room, tithing was never money. Right. If you can show us scripture that supports that, we welcome you to do that. Yes. That tithing was money. It was always agricultural. Yes. Only landowners tithe. Only products of the land were tithed. Yes. Only Levites could receive tithes. Tithing was a law of Moses. Now explain to the listeners who the Levites were. The Levites were of the tribe of Levi. They were Levitical priests. They had no land inheritance. So they were supported by the tithes, and we have to remember that Israel was a theocracy then. So it, they they trusted God. They trusted God. God gave them commands to give the tithe of the land to the Levites, and they served in the temple. Yeah. They served in the temple. And we we have to remember that the law of Moses regarding tithing produce of the land, it was still in effect during Christ's ministry. Yeah. So if you're you know, you're gonna go to Matthew twenty three twenty three, which is yes. one of the scriptures that speaks of tithing, you have right. to keep that in mind. Right. You know, that's under the old covenant. And even to support that, you know, and I like to give scripture for people to reference. Yeah. Um Hebrews 13, I mean, yes, no, 8.13, I'm sorry. And that will pretty much help them here. In that he says, a new covenant, he has made the first obsolete. Christ did not come so that we, to make us relive the law. He came to fulfill it. Yes. <laughs> and we have to keep that in mind. Yes. You know, and if there were 613 laws, if you stumbled in one, you stumbled in all. So if you're going to tithe when your children are disobedient, then they should be stoned. I know that sounds cruel, but that's what happened under the law. That's what yeah. they did. They took the kids, disobedient, unruly kids, out to the elders of the city, and they stoned them. Of course, I'm not suggesting anyone do that, but that's that's what I'm talking about as far as being part of the law. Yes. So if you're going to tithe, of course you're not going to do that. We love our children. Right. Christ came to liberate us from that. 
Yes. You know, if you're going to tithe, then bring all the sacrifices into your church. Yes. Blood, put the blood all on their altars. They're $50 million <laughs> altars. Yes. They're yes. not going to allow you to do that. That's you right. Know. So let's go over to Galatians because, you know, I, want, I really want people to be liberated from this yes. and know that everything that we receive, everything is the love, the grace, and the mercy of God. Oh, Amen. It's not anything that we do. That's right. Nothing that we do. Um, In Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone who hangs on a tree. So when you go back to Malachi, where it says you're cursed with a curse, you understand where that's coming from. And you know, I believe just through studying, you can go to Nehemiah, uh, I believe it's 10 or 13. I'm sorry, one second. I'll just paraphrase what it says. They agreed actually to enter into a curse if they didn't keep the whole of the law. So, first of all, God is speaking to the children of Israel. We have to understand, who is God speaking to at that time? He's not even speaking to us. When you go over to Malachi 3, because I know this is a biggie for everyone, because this is what they use all the time to support tithing. Just give me one second. So I'm going to make sure that I... Quote these things correctly. Okay, one six. A son honors his father, Malachi one six, and a servant his master. If then I am the father, where is my honor? And if I am a master, where is my my reverence? Says the Lord of hosts to you priests who despise yeah. my name. Who is he speaking to? He's speaking to the priests. He is not speaking to us. That's right. So we have to remember, keep that in mind. Who is God speaking to? Again, Malachi 2, 1. And now, O priests, this commandment is for you. It's not for us. There is no temple. Christ tore the veil. So who are you giving your tithes to? Pastors and leaders are not Levites. How would you know that? Can you trace your lineage back? You can't. <laughs> That's right. Not even with um, Ancestry.com, you can't do it. <laughs> you know. Oh, so, that's a great point. Yeah, that's yes. a great point. And we, that's, and we have to understand, this is who God is speaking to. He's not speaking to us. Christ came to redeem us from that. He knew that we couldn't keep it. If we could keep the law, Christ, what, what did Christ need to go to the cross exactly. for? For exactly. what? You can't pay God for his blessings. No. Who And if, you have, if someone's listening, if you get a hundredfold on every dollar you give, please call. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear from you. <laughs> Boy, we because I'm be doing rich. something wrong. Yeah. 
Especially after that twenty, what was it, twenty six thousand or twenty three thousand? Yeah, twenty six thousand wow. dollars. What a return! What was I you should to have twenty six million. Two point six million. <laughs> <laughs> if I got a hundredfold. Yeah. And we have to understand that you know you're. We have to really be students of the Word of God. God is yeah. telling us to study to show ourselves approved for a reason, so that we're not under. We're not deceived and under a spell of deception. Oh, yes. It's a strong deception. Yes, it is. It is a very strong strong deception. deception. Uh, Now I want to go to Deuteronomy because coming out of a prosperity ministry, you're almost cursed if you're poor. Oh, yes. Or if, you you know, you don't have this and you don't have that, you know, uh, you're not blessed. Yeah, you know, if you're not driving a new vehicle and you don't have a house and you don't, God is concerned about the poor. Yes, God loves the poor. He said, "The poor you have with you, how long? Always, always." God is concerned about the fatherless, the stranger, the widow. So, if your church is collecting tithes, I'm going to tell you what they're supposed to be doing with it. Yes. <laughs> okay, we're going to go. To Deuteronomy chapter 12. Wait, is it 12 or 14? Let me be short. No, I'm sorry, 14. We will start at verse 22. And you tell me if you hear anything about tithing money here. You shall truly tithe all the increase of your grain that the field produces year by year. And you shall eat before the Lord your God in the place where he chooses to make his name abide. The tithe of your grain and your new wine and your oil of the firstborn of your herds and your flocks, that you may learn to fear the Lord your God always. Now, if God wanted us to tithe, wouldn't he put it there? Money, I'm sorry, tithe money? I think he would have been very specific in writing it and inspiring the writers to put it in there. Well, the funny thing is you're quoting that scripture that, that the Lord's telling them to eat the tithe, but yet these prosperity teachers tell you not to not to eat your seed. Yes, <laughs> and, and seed was never money either. <laughs> the seed is the word. That's the word right. is what produces, not your money. That's right. And that's what we have to understand. These doctrines are not biblical. A lot of them are handed down. Yes. You know, from generation to generation. And we don't have enough time to really go into the history of tithing, how it even began in the church. Because the early well, church tell did us not a little, Give us a brief history because that is very interesting. Well, tithing. I don't think it's an old, I think it's a, a rather new. Uh, Um, I believe it started in the 1500s. Um, Oh, really? Yes. Actually, tithing began in the Catholic Church. Oh. And we have to do our research because if you read the book of Acts, Paul, who wrote 13 epistles, don't don't you think the Holy Spirit would have inspired him to instruct us to tithe? Yes. You will not find it. You will see mention of tithe, but it will then again refer to the old covenant, not to us. They say, oh, Melchizedek. No, 
You can't take that and justify tithing. You cannot could do you, that. Could you, Robin, just give us a brief um, explanation of who Melchizedek really was? Melchizedek was a priest. He had no lineage, um, no mother or father. He was a type. He was like the Son of God. We have to remember that. You know, it's not an incarnate appearance because it would have said he was. It says he was in Hebrews, I believe it's seven. He was like the Son of God. Abraham tithed to him 10% of the spoils. Of the spoils. But we have to remember, he was going in to rescue his nephew Lot. He kept nothing. He did not keep anything. He said, lest you say you made me rich. Yes. And we have to keep that in mind when tithing. You know, I just encourage everyone, please go over these scriptures and ask God, ask the Holy Spirit who's your teacher, to really reveal the truth to you about tithing and giving and what free will giving is, which is what is commanded in the New Testament. It's yes. not percentage. It's free will giving. Giving is always from the heart. When we give after hearing Malachi 3, you're giving out of compulsion and fear. Yes, because you fear. think that you're going to be cursed. But Christ came to redeem us from that. He already That's already done. Yes. It's already done. So, well, you know, even in the um, in the Old Testament, I noticed uh, that when they were talking about uh, money or silver and gold or jewelry, when they were giving it to build uh, one of the temples, that it, it yes. was given uh, willingly. It was yes. if, if someone wants to do a Bible study, you can do free will and willingly. Yes, yes, and you'll see that. Yes, and. Uh, the scripture we can give for that is in, you can read the whole chapter of Second uh, Corinthians chapter 9. That yeah. speaks of free will giving. And that's what we are as believers commanded to do. We're supposed to give from the heart, not out of compulsion, not because someone is pressuring you because they need mortgage. You know, the early church, read the book of Acts you will not see anything about these huge edifices, these buildings that they have now that are $50 million and everyone's struggling that's a member of these congregations. Yes. No one can live in the building. If no. you're foreclosed on or evicted, you can't go stay there. No. And you, can't, you probably won't even get any help. No. Which makes it even worse. Yeah, that makes it even worse, but... If we go back to the book of Malachi, and yeah. uh, okay, we're going to go back to Malachi. I want to finish this right here in Deuteronomy because this okay. is what God commanded uh, them to do with the tithe. Okay, it says, and you shall. One second, I'm sorry. Fourteen. Uh, we'll start at twenty-three. And you shall eat before the Lord your God in the place where He chooses to make His name abide. 
the tithe of your grain and your new wine and your oil of the firstborn of your herds and your flocks, that you may learn to fear the Lord your God always. But if the journey is too long for you so that you are not able to carry the tithe, or if the place where the Lord your God chooses to put his name is too far from you when the Lord your God has blessed you, then you shall exchange it for money. Take the money in your hand and go to the place which the Lord your God chooses. Now, this is a key scripture here. Tell this to your pastor. And you shall spend that money for whatever your heart desires, for oxen or sheep, for wine or similar drink, for whatever your heart desires. You shall eat there before the Lord your God. He didn't say spend, eat. And you shall rejoice, you and your household. Now, tell your pastor, show this scripture to your pastor. Oh, no, I don't like that one. That that's no, not like a good one. one. And when we go over to Deuteronomy 15, uh, verse, let's start at seven, fifteen seven. If there is among you a poor man of your brethren, within any of the gates in your land which the Lord your God has given you, you shall not harden your heart nor shut your hand from your poor brother, but you shall open your hand wide to him, and willingly lend him sufficient for his need, whatever he needs. Now, go down to 10. You, no, I'm sorry. You shall surely give him. Okay. Uh, you shall surely give to him, and your heart should not be grieved when you give to him, because for this thing the Lord your God will bless you in all your works and in all to which you put your hand. You'll bless, God wants us to give to the poor. He said he'll bless you. He didn't say he's going to bless you for a tithe. He's going to bless you when you give to the poor. And he says, for the poor will never cease from the land. Therefore, I command you, saying, you shall open your hand wide to your poor brother. Now, every third year, the tithe was given to the fatherless, the widow, the stranger, and the poor. Yeah. Which church do you know of that does that? Oh, no, I don't. I'm <laughs> very, very few. Very, the very entire few. year. I mean, the entire, it said at the end of the third year, that's who the tithe was given to. Yeah, um, if if like you're saying, uh, for instance, uh, Joel Osteen's uh, church that he built, they spent ninety million dollars renovating the sports arena so they could meet there a few times a week. And if you could think of, there's probably over a billion dollars that have that's been collected in Texas alone. Uh, wow. And what could that have done as far as like like you're saying what what God said to if you're going to uh, have tithes, uh, you're supposed to be feeding people and sheltering the homeless and taking care of the widow. Yeah. And uh, we don't see that being done. It's very rare. Uh, the yeah. church we, the uh, the church lets the government do it when it's it's not really the government's job. It's the church's job. Yes, and it is. And I I always uh, think to myself now, if what would the church do? if the government revoked their 501c3 status. Yeah. Because that's what they hide behind, that tax-exempt status, because then you would have no choice but to trust God if you wanted to remain open. <laughs> well, it's it's. Uh, I found that in my own life as a, a traveling Bible teacher and uh and, uh, you know, I thought I knew the word. Well, I, I knew some of it, but it, I had to really 
dig to find these scriptures, and I spent three months myself studying on giving, and I found out what the truth was. But yeah, um, I used to say I trusted God, but yet I, I, I didn't really trust God because I, I would think to myself, well, okay, I'm in the ministry and I have needs, but how are people going to know I have needs unless I tell them? Yeah. And uh, I used to think like that, but, I mean, I, I never pimped people for money. I, I never did that. I knew it was wrong. But now I now I I am learning that I have to make my needs known to God. Yeah. And uh, I know, he knows what I need, and he's perfectly capable of meeting my needs. It's not always the way that I expect it to be. Yeah. But... Uh, I've learned now about what it is to really trust God. And it's much better than all these uh, going and having to give your 10% and being afraid because you are afraid. You're thinking, yeah. even when I stopped tithing, I was still afraid for a long time that, yeah. wow, maybe this is why I'm not getting blessed. Yes. Is this why this is happening? Maybe that's yeah. why that's happening. You know, And it's, it's, all, it's all fear-based. Yeah, there's no scriptural support for what we're sensing. There really isn't. Yes, because Jesus certainly came so we can have our freedom and we don't have to be in bondage to yeah. all these rules and regulations. That uh, it's only to uh, satisfy the lusts of the religious leaders. Um, yeah. To, uh, for instance, like you were there at Fred Price's church with the four four hundred. Shirts and the Bent, the Rolls Royces and the Jets and yeah. uh, everything Jack. else, and I don't know what kind of benevolence program they really had there. Um. Okay, we're not going to say that. Yeah, it was probably <laughs> probably wasn't much <laughs> from my own experience of being with the so-called Word of Faith teachers, but yeah. Uh, well, anyway, let's, go let's on get, because this I'm is sorry. a really good teaching. Okay, let's get on to uh, back to Malachi um, and this the scriptures that they use because that's this is key for everyone to really understand uh, from three eight through twelve and um, eight through eleven because most believers that's all they know about tithing that's the only these are the only scriptures yeah. that they know and that you know they use to beat you over your head basically. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, uh, okay, we're going to start, will a man rob God, yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings, you're cursed with a curse. We already showed, uh, disproved that for the new covenant church, because in Galatians 3.13 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. He did a complete and perfect work. Yeah. Uh, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be money in my house. No, that's not what he said. That no. there may be food in my house, Right. says the Lord of hosts. Now, we have to understand, what was the storehouse? Go to Nehemiah 13, uh, verse 44. And at the same time, some were appointed over the rooms of the storehouse for the offerings, the first fruits, and the tithes to gather into them from the fields. He didn't say from your your pockets. He said from the fields. Yes. Of the cities, the portions specified 
by the law for the priests and Levites, for Judah rejoiced over the priests and Levites who ministered. No mention here of money from the fields. This was an agricultural society. Did they have money? Yes, but tithes weren't money. That's right. I have a caller, so do you mind taking this call? Okay. Bring this caller on. For some reason, I'm having trouble with my switchboard. I'm trying to bring the caller on. What? Hello, caller. Especially nothing wrong. Hello. Hello. Hello, caller. How you doing there? Good. Yes. Do you have a comment or a question? Yes, I, I do have a comment. I've I've been listening. Um, you're taking some of the scriptures out of context, saying that you studied and um, tithing is wrong. I don't know how you came up with that. The word tithe. Uh, in the Greek, I'm sorry, in the Hebrew means literally a tenth. So to say that you're not supposed to give, um, Adam and Eve's sons gave, this idea that you're not supposed to give, tithing is a test of your faith. Um, where your faith is at starts a lot of times where your heart and your money is at. So to not give and to stand on something that is non-biblical as I'm not going to give because the Bible says don't give. Um, from verses 1, I'm sorry, from chapter 1 to 3 in Malachi, he's talking to the priest. I'm sorry, up, all the way up to 3. From, from 3 and down, he's, not, he's talking about everybody. Sometimes I don't understand when people feel like they read the Bible. You feel like you read the Bible, and you come up with the idea that everybody else got it wrong. Now, I do believe that some people are in bondage as far as you have some priests or pastors who abuse the ties that come in, but to sit there and say that you're not supposed to tie it at all, when you always are supposed to give. That's, that's that not what we're saying. Yeah. Tithing and we giving are that. two totally different things. We right. we didn't say not to give. That's not, not what we said. Right? Not to tithe. Tithe. Right. Can, can you show, and this is just, you know, just for you, can you show in the New Testament where tithing was commanded. Where it was commended? Commanded. Commanded. Now, so what, God what commanded command, the New Testament church to tithe. First of all, first of all, you said that uh, Jesus redeemed us from the law, right? That's what you said, right? According to Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Okay, and what was the curse of the law? To be, gone, to, to be bound for hell. That is the only redemption. Yeah, that you're not going to go to hell for your um, for breaking the law. The idea that you're not going to tie the the curse of the law was death. That's what it said in Genesis. For surely either that you surely die. That if you are redeemed from doing any of that, if that's the case, any wrongdoing that I do, I can be um, sentenced for. I mean, he's now, taking some of these scriptures straight out of context. You got to You really have to stop. You think you study? Well, it. we we don't we don't agree with you on that. We no, now. No way. The law, you have, we have, we're given scripture to support what we're saying. So, if you want, if you'd like, you can give scripture to support what you're saying because the law, there were 613 laws. If I agree. You, if you, if you didn't keep all of them and you stumbled in one, according to the word, here in Galatians 2, knowing that a man is not justified 
by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. I agree with that. And in what was the purpose words, of the Christ, law? Christ provided grace for those who have broken the law. They're not, they're not going to hell for breaking the law. Christ also said in the New Testament, I didn't come to abolish the law either. In other words, you're not going to go to hell for breaking the law, but you still have to listen to the law as far as wrong doings and right doings. You don't but you're not going to, it's for what was the purpose? Okay, another the scripture. The purpose Galatians of the law is to show you that you do I'm sorry? The purpose of the law itself is to show you that you are not perfect, to show you that you are in error. That is the purpose of the law. In other words, if I'm driving down the street and there's no speed limit up there posted, then I don't know I broke the law. Okay? So when I post the law up there, then you know. That is the purpose of the law. The purpose of the law is not to say to, to convict you, it's to let you know that you are wrong. This okay, is and the law was also any scripture, do you have one scripture that ever said tithing was money? Because I don't see the, it anywhere. No. The tithe is a tenth. Wait a minute. The tithe, wait a minute. You're looking at tithing is a tenth of your treasure, your time, and your talents. Now, do you I have, have scripture to support that? Do you have scripture for that? Oh, my goodness. I don't have time to go through every little scripture because I'm on my way to work. Well, I, have, I, I, I mean, I've been online for a long time. Just give us one because we, we want to know where That's okay. tithing is ever got it, you, know, you want one scripture that says what? what it, I'm, I'm sorry. That what, what tithing was never was anything money. but food, that it was it's money. Because I studied it for three months, and I never found one scripture that said tithing okay. was money. When, when in, in Malachi 3, verse 8, right, when the, when the guy says, will a man rob God, okay, does it not say that you have robbed me? It, it says, you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? It says, in tithes and offerings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, but we were saying, there, if you had listened, about, we... Uh, we had caught, we had, what God was talking to the priest. He was not talking to the people. No, they no, were robbing no. the tithe. Yeah. No, no, that's because wrong. they were He's the only ones that didn't read were Malachi. You have tithe. to read the whole chapter. Listen, I read the whole chapter. You'll see it. He's only he's only talking to the priest up until chapter three. After that, he sends his messenger in. Um, what are these kind of these type of conversations cannot be answered real quick over the phone. When I first called, and I've been online for about twenty minutes. Waiting on you to answer the phone with the Bible in hand, but now I have to walk out the door. But, this, but don't act as listen. The devil is, does nothing but deceive people, and believe me, um, they deceive you in many ways. You feel that you done read the Bible, so now you're going to stand on that and say, you know what? Um, all these people who've been tied in this room, that is nothing but the devil speaking. But so we're asking you, you, you to want support to your stance. That's out. all. I mean, you support can, your stance with scripture. Just Again? support it with scripture because. Even if you, in Malachi, it says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. That's right. Food. This is true. This is true. He said, I'll open up the windows of heaven. heaven. He's not going to rain money out of heaven. There is no money in heaven. That's what the windows of heaven were. The devourer was focused. If you really want to get technical, can you exchange food? Money is nothing but a means of exchange. Can I exchange my food for something else? Looking, yeah, but why do you think you have standard. to exchange it with God? Why do you Again? think you have to pay God off? You don't. What we're you don't, saying is, you don't. You we're don't not under the. We're not under the law. We do. We do. We do free will giving because yes. we love people. According we do to Second Corinthians heart, not because we're afraid of God. We don't it has have. You're, to do you're with a fear. father. If you're a father, 
you know that your child doesn't have to pay you off for you to bless him. And how much more is God like that? God has given you everything. Exactly. You You just said that yourself. God has given us everything. He's given it to us out of his love, his grace, and his mercy, not through a means of financial exchange. Paul, the apostle, did he ever command, inspired by the Holy Spirit, wrote 13 books of the Bible. Why didn't he ever command the Gentiles to tithe? Why did he not command the Gentiles to tithe? Oh, my goodness. Nowhere. Nowhere did he command the new, as he ministered to them, he never instructed them to tithe. The Apostle Paul. Now, said, again, why, brother, why, did, why did Cain kill Abel? Back to your question. Why did Cain kill Abel? Why did Cain kill Abel? That has nothing to do with tithing. I'm asking you. I'm asking you. Wait a minute. But that has. We're, we're on the topic of tithing. Listen, that has nothing. It's all to do about with giving. Tithing. You, you're fixed on. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't have to give. We I never not said that. My money. We didn't why say would, not to give. We never That's said not what that. Wait a minute. You're putting words Lord, in our mouth. We never said that. We said you you give out of a heart of love because you love money. people. You know what? If you're only giving to get something back, that's selfishness. That's yes. that's not God's love. I said, did the Lord bless you with the ability to obtain money? Yeah, no, and that's we, why that's, I want to help them. Not, we're talking about I love them, tithing. not because I want something okay. back. And if you, that's but not if you, even if you want I'm sorry, one second. If you want to talk about God and blessing us with money and tithing, how it's connected, then we're just asking you to give us a scripture that supports that. Okay. That shows that tithing Deuteronomy, ever Deuteronomy, money. Deuteronomy 14, uh, verses 28 uh, and 29. Those tithes were to give back to the widows, the, the priests, the um the Does your church do that? And the orphans. Does your Sigan? church do that? Sigan? Does your church do that with the tithe? Does our church do what? Give to the fatherless, the poor, and the stranger. We give to anybody that is in our church and who are we able to give to. We give to the homeless. We give to those who are in the church who are on financial need. We give to those who are going away to college with uh, scholarships. Now, well, every I'm third you, year, you're supposed you to give the, the entirety. Wait a minute. Well, I'm giving you a verse out of the Bible which you asked for, with the tithe Okay, for. Deuteronomy 14. Okay, let's go there. It says, Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. 14, verses 28 and 29, all right? Okay. Let me turn there there with you because I just explained to you what the tithe is for. I don't know how you're going to do these things without without it being money-orientated, first of all. Because the God's house was a place where they stored the food. It wasn't a place where they stored money. How can you give food with no money? How can you give food with no money? Everybody doesn't have a farm in the backyard. But this is what they were doing then. That's huh? what they were doing then. This okay, is what well, they I mean, were you doing. You notice in the Old Testament too. The uh, if you study the, the uh, do a word study on the words willingly and free will, you'll see that when they gave silver and gold for the temple and money, that it was given willingly of a willing heart. Even I back agree. then, you God looks at the Lord heart. The Lord is a cheerful giver. Don't get me wrong. The Bible says that. All right? right. Doesn't it say that? I, not the money that. Oh, we're so afraid that God's going to curse us if we don't give him 10%. I mean, that's not even the way God is. That's not even the way a loving Heavenly Father would be. I'm not going to get caught up in the curses. 
I'm only going to get caught up in these tickets you're not supposed to get. The curse, you never get caught up in the curse, curse if you accept Christ because he com- he did a complete redemptive work. So okay. how can you how can you refute what's written? And we're going to read right. what you Listen, said in Deuteronomy 14. At the end of every third year, but why you shall are you bring so out angry about it? Because why you're are saying you so you're angry about it? To. Listen, I'm telling you, because you're saying you're not supposed to. You're are you a pastor? Yeah, are you a pastor? Um, I'm not even here to talk about titles. Oh, okay. We're not going to get caught well, up in titles. Well, you don't, have to, be, you don't have to get so angry about it. The truth yeah. is the truth, and it's there. This is, not, this is not anger. This is passion. There's a difference. Well, it sounds like anger. And, you, and, and if I was angry, as long as it was righteous anger, that's okay also, because that's biblical. But it's not anger. This yeah, is but passion. What's wrong, if you are a pastor, what's wrong with letting your people obey God for themselves? Why do you yeah. have to tell them what to do as far as their giving? They're not robots. Can't, well, they are robots. if they, they can't think the for themselves. themselves. Say again? Why don't you They're just not, ask them to give from their heart like the Bible teaches? How do you know that they don't give from their heart? Well, because they're they they instructing the them to give 10%. 10%. How is they're that not. from the heart? You're, you're under the you're under the impression that everyone in a church does not you, you understand the Bible. You can't say what what type of impression we're under. We're teaching, we're giving a spiritual teaching, and we're asking no, you to support your stance. You're mis- Wait a minute, you're not teaching. You are misleading. There's a difference. There's, there's well, I don't know. I don't, I don't think we misled anybody because we were reading scriptures. So yeah. I don't think you if we were misleading, we wouldn't have our Bibles open, open listen, uh, quoting let's scripture. Forget, let's not forget that Satan quoted scripture to Jesus, and he quoted it out of context. Just because you read the Bible don't mean you can't be wrong. That not mean the first time somebody read the Bible and was wrong. Well, if I'm wrong, then I, you know, I can be corrected, just like you yes, can. Yes, I don't have to get angry about it. For I'm trying to correct you. But we're you asking are, you for a scripture yeah. that's a, that had said yeah, we're the tithe was money. I said Deuteronomy 14, verses 28 and 29. And I okay, it says, it. now if you're a pastor, now that you, you've quoted this, this is what you're going to hold to, right? At the end that's of every is. third year, you shall bring out the tithe, since they give you money as a tithe, of your produce, not money. Oh. Of that year and store it up within your gates. And okay. the Levite, because he has no portion nor inheritance with you, and the stranger and the fatherless and the widow who are within your gates, may come and eat. You don't eat money. And be yeah. satisfied. You <laughs> that your Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hand which you do. Now, if you want the tithe to be money, every third year in your church, you need to set the whole year's tithes. Hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, a million, and give it out now, to the now, stranger, now, the fatherless, and the widow. Now, now I'm just gonna make a statement. This is what people normally do when they take they take scripture, right? And they but I thought we were saying what, right here. Well, we're not doing. We are, we're reading we are it verbatim. Right I'm, I'm explaining. We're not making it, it say anything. <laughs> and here it says, "You shall exchange hmm. the tithes for for uh, for money." Exchange, yeah. so they have money. It for money. The time and then ex- take the money and on whatever your soul yes. lusts after. <laughs> Did you tell your people to do that? I don't even know how to respond to that. I don't even know how to respond to that. All we're asking you to do is to go and read and ask God to reveal it. A lively discussion. Anyway, we thank you. We thank you very much. Have a great afternoon, brother. 
You do the same. You do the same. Yeah, you be God blessed. You. God bless you. <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I understand because I was there. Yeah. I, I remember way back, uh, probably in the 1980s, when uh, there there was a group of people that came to our church, and they didn't believe in tithing, and I and I felt so sorry for them, because I said, oh those poor, you know they they were telling people to give in faith. I think you and, still have uh, him on. You you can you disconnect? I'm trying that? to mute him. I'm trying to mute him. Okay, I got him off. Okay. All right, but anyway, uh, I felt the same way. I was passionate about tithing and uh, seed sowing, but. I, I didn't really read the scriptures. But you know what we were passionate about? We were passionate about our leader. Yeah. And that's exactly. where our passion came in. It's like if someone told you, oh, Fred Price is this or that, or, oh, don't talk about Fred Price. You know, he's teaching right. the truth. So right. what we have to understand is at that time, that's who our God was because we listened to them and we didn't search the scriptures. That's true. We did that's not very search true. the scriptures. And pastors are gonna that teach this, they're gonna always refute us on this because you're messing with their mortgage money, you're messing with their livelihood. Right. But it's not what they're doing is not scriptural. You don't have a right to a mansion because you teach the word of God. That's right. You don't. You don't have a right for someone to massage your feet. I've seen it. Because you're a man of God. That's Jesus right. was a servant. That's what he was. He girded his waist with a towel and he washed the feet of the disciples. He was a servant. And we're supposed to have the heart of a servant also. Not just leaders, everyone who proclaims the name of Christ. We should be servants, serving the people and not what can I get from you? That's what right. can I extort from you? Because That's I right. want to be like T.D. Jakes, I want to live like that. You know, no, we need to conform to Christ. He is the example setter, not your pastor, not your apostle, not your bishop. Christ and the word of God is the truth. That's right. And what we read is truth. That's what we read. We read the truth. That's the truth. And I I would, I, 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 I would, if anybody wants to challenge it, if anybody has a scripture that can prove that tithing was ever money, well, then please uh, send it to me. Yeah. And uh, I would love I'll to repent, see it. But I haven't found it. No, it's and it's and I don't think. Now I'm not going to say I don't think. I know they're not going to find it because it's not in there. It was <laughs> never. It was land on Jesus didn't tithe, Sister Susan. He didn't tithe. He was a carpenter. He didn't well, tithe. he also uh, in uh, in uh, I think it might be Matthew where he he was rebuking the Pharisees because Matthew he said you tithe yeah yeah mint and rue and he was telling him in other words you're tithing food he didn't say you were tithing money he yes. said mint and rue don't you think Jesus would have said you're tithing your silver and your gold he didn't say yeah, that he did not and he said you're full of extortion and excess yes and that's what we're seeing extortion. And excess, and uh, who's and he getting said, help? Neglect the, the weightier matters: the love, the mercy, and the grace. Right, the God. love. That's, that's not what we're love, giving out. The love went out the window because yes. uh, it was like when the light bulbs were going off for me, and I'm sitting in a church, 
and uh, the preacher is telling people to come up with a with a seed faith offering to get their healing. And yes. this crippled woman is coming up limping to the altar with a check holding a check up in the air. Hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, this isn't right. This is wrong. I hate this. And I started to yeah. hate that yeah. evil where people could actually were actually believing that they could buy something from God. Yeah. And uh so I mean and I, you I got passionate you about it too. But yes, uh, you can't buy anything from God. Your money and this is a saying in the church and word of faith circle, your money moves God. No, your your money does not move God. No. Your love moves him. Yeah. Your heart for people, being a servant, that's what moves God. When we walk in love, when that's we speak right. the truth in love and all that we do is done with love, then you move God. That's when right. you give to yeah. the poor, you're not cursed because you're poor. God is concerned about the poor. He never said cursed is the poor. He didn't say that. He said give to them. Well, even in Proverbs, uh, the Word of God says that uh, when you lend to the poor, you're given to the Lord. And that's the only time he says it. Yeah, and, and uh, in Deuteronomy it says you're blessed. He will bless yeah. the work of your hand. In Deuteronomy 14, when you give to the poor. And poor, just, it doesn't mean, you know, just a homeless person. We know a lot of people who struggle. We were told in our ministry we shouldn't even give to our families who don't believe God, who don't know God. Don't give to them. Oh, yeah. I mean, I even heard them tell people not to pay their rent, to go and give their tithe first. And oh, yeah. uh, I saw people struggling. And uh, it, it, it was really awful. But it, there was there's a whole, like, caste system in the church. Yeah. And uh, it, where, yeah, we put these people down and uh, look down on them because they're struggling financially, when when in reality almost everybody was struggling financially, whether yeah. they were putting on the show or not, Yeah. Uh, including the uh, church with the big mortgage. Yeah. So uh, as much as they want to say we're blessed and look how blessed we are because we tithe, uh, most ministries have debts that they can't pay, so they have to keep thinking of ways to scheme yeah. to uh, get you to uh, give them money so they can support their vision, and it's always their vision that you have to support. But And uh, it's not God's vision. And we have to, a question that I had asked myself, you know, and I asked the pastor um, that was overseeing that ministry at the time, I said, show me five people who have what Fred Price has, five yes. in the ministry. And then I even yes. went down to one. Who came in with nothing? Yes. God is no respecter of persons. He is not. You know, there's no scripture to support what they're doing. It's all no, twisted I, and it's no. deception. That's what it's it is. Deception. It because is I deception. said the same thing. The only people that were getting rich were the prosperity teachers. Yes. The rest, the rest of the people were uh, just trying to eke out a living, the best they knew how, and. Uh, I, I saw, for the most part, the people sitting in the congregation wanted to do something for God. I certainly did. I loved God with all yeah. my heart. I wanted to please him. I wanted to do something for him. And uh, my heart was in the right place, which I know most people sitting in churches, their heart's in the right place. But yeah. they just have the wrong teaching. And uh, I know that when you teach on a subject like tithing, because it's such a 
as they say, sacred cow in the church. Yeah. It makes people angry. They get very angry. They do. Uh, I've had some of my very good friends get very angry at me when I said anything about the tithing. And uh, I mean, I don't argue with them. I just tell them, okay, read. If you're going to take the time, then take the time like I did for three months. Look up every single word on giving, on seed, on money, on offerings. And uh, you'll find out what the truth says. So that's the Bible challenge today, is to get your Bible out and do the study and yes. find out what the Word of God really says. And, and even even ne- for Paul, I just want to add this before we go off the air. Paul had a job. Yeah. Paul said, these hands have provided for my necessities. Yes. He didn't sit back and say, take care of me. That's he didn't right. do that. You know, and I think for for pastors, First um, Thessalonians chapters two and three, that's what your pastor should line up with. That's, that's right. Go and read that, and see if this is your pastor there. Paul never, never coerced anyone to give him money, and he was an apostle. We see apostles, modern day apostles, they don't struggle. They don't have, you know, they're not struggling financially. Everything is, I'm the king. That yes. wasn't Paul. That wasn't Paul's mindset. No, that's not. Supposed they was, they to be struggled. That. Paul was beaten and left for dead. Yes. How about but, that? You can't even get to these apostles because no. they they have these titles, and they think, serve me, I'm the king. And what that's yes. really saying is, serve me, I'm your god. Yes, that's what it's saying. It is idolatry. It is. it is, and we idolatry. have to really ask ourselves and do introspection, who is my allegiance really to? Is it to God or man? That's right. Why am I doing this? That's right. And uh, really, it, it, it's wonderful when you get free from all that, from all the bondage, and yeah. all to do this, and or 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 if you don't do it this way, it's you know if you make a bad confession and you and you say the words, if you say the words out of your mouth, and uh, it was so such bondage. It was and after I got out of all that, I said, you're going to you die. You know? <laughs> if you think you know? about it, and you know, and we have to really pray for them, you know, pray for eyes to be open, and sadly. Um, Susan, a lot of people don't want the truth. They don't want to hear it. They want to listen to their pastor. And I I empathize with them because I was there. Yes. But when God starts revealing truth to you, you better take it and run. That's right. (laughs) Even if you have to run out the door. Yes. That's the best place to to run to. Even if you have to lose every friend you have. You know, so what? Yes. Yeah. You know, so what so what is it that important to have a ministry if you can't tell the truth? Yeah. It's it's not that important. It's more important to be able to tell people the truth, to love people, not to just when yeah. when uh, I was in full-time ministry traveling and doing my thing in the word of faith movement, you know, I felt like I was entitled. You you feel the sense Ex- of entitlement. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm entitled to have these to for people to bless me and uh to give to me uh but they they do have a sense of entitlement because they, we felt like we have an anointing so uh 
and I realized. And we after, all have an anointing. Yes. Read First John two twenty seven. We're all anointed. That's right. When we all so, stand before God. You're not going to get a special place because no. you've been a pastor. As a matter of fact, if you're a teacher, you're judged with an even stricter judgment. Yes, you're even judged stronger. So. I, 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 you know, God had to smack me down, and he smacked me down for a long time. And uh, I realized that, you know, there was so much pride involved in yes. public ministry and having a ministry and, and uh, going around and, and uh, you know, having a pulpit ministry in churches, which there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, I had to, I had to really... Uh, take myself out of it, which I did for many years. I just took myself out of it. And I said, if I'm ever going to have, I don't even care anymore about anybody seeing me or hearing me. And I got to that place where it didn't matter. If I just had to stay home and do nothing, uh, that was okay with me. But I was going to do it right. I made up my yeah. mind that I was going to do it right or don't do it at all. And it's a good word for some of the people out there if you're involved in any kind of public ministry. If you can't do it right and for the right motives, then you don't belong there. Yes. And, and a pastor, a ty- that that is not uh, does not give you entitlement. A bishop, an apostle, it doesn't give you entitlement. It no. really doesn't. And a lot of people now are seeking that because they want they want the fame, they want the glamour and the glitz. And that's not even the mind of Christ. It really no, is it not. No, it isn't. Paul but it's had a, real, it's a job. Te- Paul it's had a job. <laughs> the same temptation that was in the garden. It's the pride. Yes. Why was Satan kicked out of heaven because of pride? Yeah. And uh, so that that's the big temptation with wanting to be recognized. And like you said, to, to, for the fame and the fortune, which yes. the, those are the wrong motives anyway. Yes. And see, what happens a lot Susan, a lot of leaders come from the street and they take that game right into the church. Yes. They take the same game. There's residue. They've never been set free from that gaming mindset, and that's what they bring into the church. And then then they sit back and they want to be taken care of. And Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. He, Paul, worked night and day and preach the gospel. How do I know? Acts 18.3 and Acts 20, verses 33 through 35. Read it for yourself, listeners. Yeah. Paul worked. He had a job, and he preached. Yeah. He didn't sit back, and he wanted. He had a robe, and he wanted you to carry his Bible and give him water. That was not Paul. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's, it's like... I thought it would make an interesting documentary to make sometime yes. of actually what goes on. That's a great idea. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'd I say I'm going to write a book else. I didn't start yet. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, when the time is right, you will, because it's it's something that people really have to see. They have to see, look what you're doing. <laughs> this yes. is ridiculous. Yeah. It's so ridiculous and uh, and when I think back at some of the things that I did when I was involved in the word of faith movement and all the screaming at the devil and and uh all the bondage that I was in and I was so glad to uh, finally be delivered from it and to be able to have a voice and thank God that the Lord has given us this opportunity to be here yeah. and to be able to try to help people because yeah, we've been there. 
we know what it, where you're yes. at. Yes. And uh, we know how much better it is to be free from all that bondage and yes. uh, to do things Praise purely God. for the love of God, for his, for his love, for what he did for us and how he saved us and redeemed us. And, you know, how could we ever pay God back? I mean, we could never pay you God can't. back. For <laughs> you can't. And you can't pay him for your blessings either. No. And never. you can't work for it? No. Because how much work is enough? That's it. That's it. That, that's what I was forever doing is, okay, how much, oh, well, maybe if I give this $1,000, this will break the yes. back of poverty. And uh, this will give me my uh, my year of jubilee or whatever con game they were running, you know, flavor of the week. And uh, it was just awful, and it's just awful. If you can really see people, if you can really see what is what has happened to your mind and what, what has happened to the so-called church of the Lord Jesus Christ, which it doesn't resemble his church at all in most cases. But, yes, um, it anyway. really doesn't. And really we're going to pray and we're going to believe God that eyes will be opened and that they will hear what the Spirit is saying. Yes. And not what a man is saying. That's right. Because that's the biggest problem now. You know, we've that's exalted the these problem. men and put them on a pedestal, and they've become God. So yes. you don't want to que- you don't want to refute or question them, even if you see scriptural support for it. That yes. is not God. It's not. No. Again, well, the who thing is, is your like we, We've told the people that our testimony is we were there, and yes. uh, we were involved in these things ourselves. So if God could redeem us from that and yeah. deliver us from these false teachings, then he certainly can redeem some of the listeners and some of the people that will take the time to yeah. uh, do the research. But I do, I want to thank you, Robin. Thank you so oh, much sure. because this was a, a tremendous blessing uh, for you to be with me today. And I, I really, really enjoyed this program because it's oh, wonderful yeah, so it's to be able to you know, bounce off each other when people are like-minded. Yes. And uh, know that the veil has truly been lifted. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. And uh, so I want to thank you so much. You're, you're a wonderful blessing. And is do you have a website or any way where people could reach you? Actually, it's uh, Buttons and Me, B-U-T-T-O-N-S. N M E at Gmail dot com. Okay, so if you have any questions about tithing and uh if you'd like to reach our dear sister soldier Robin and yeah. uh she can answer some of your questions. I know she said she's gonna be working on a book and that would be wonderful because I think you know, books are important to me. I think it's wonderful yeah. when someone takes the time to write a book and to get that information out to people yeah. so that they can have it in black and white and refer back to it. But uh, thank you again, and we're oh, going to do so it again. Oh, you're so welcome. It's wonderful. We didn't even really even we, – we, we touched the subject a little bit, but there's there's more. There's so the much story. more. You know, we'll, con- we'll continue when you have time for another show on the topic because I think that this is really uh, crucial at this time because – so many people are deceived by the tithing doctrine, and they don't know the truth. No. You know, I will answer any question that anyone sends. Just 
I do not answer uh, emails with profanity. I don't. Right. So right. be respectful <laughs> just as we are respectful to you. Yes. We want to thank everybody for listening today. And uh, Sister Soldier, close us out with a word of prayer, please. Yes. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before your throne of grace, Lord God, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in our time of need. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to speak your truth and spread your truth, the word of God, the living word, Father. And we ask you, Lord, to let this word just penetrate the hearts and the minds of the listeners. Let it be the truth in them, because you have commanded us to be lovers of the truth. And I pray that you will speak to them, that you will guide them, help them to even remember and recall, if they didn't write it down, the scriptures that we have spoken about. And just give them the truth, the interpretation of what it is. And to just let them know that you are not looking for us to buy blessings from you. You've already done a complete work. You've given us all that we need for life and health. And we're thanking you for it. We thank thank you right now, Father God. You've given us every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. You've given us your son. And we thank you, Lord. Thank you, And I pray that they will come to understand and realize that everything and anything that they receive is because of your love, your grace, and your mercy, and nothing that they do, Father God. There's nothing that we can do to attain righteousness. It's yes. already done. Yes. Thank you, Father. In thank Jesus' you, name, Father. amen. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Well, thank you, my dear sister. Yes, and you so be well. blessed. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. I want to thank you all for tuning in today uh, to this program, and I, I hope you learned something. I know I did. Uh, I'm always blessed when I have a great guest. So... um we want to let you know that Jesus Christ does love you very, very much. He came to earth. Most people know that Jesus came to earth, and he died on a cross. He wasn't just a prophet. He was the holy son of God who came down from heaven and gave his life for you so you could have freedom. You can know this Jesus Christ, and you can know this love and this peace and this grace and mercy that we're talking about today. Ask Jesus to come into your life today. Ask him to prove that he's real. He will do that for you. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God, and we all need to repent and ask God to forgive us of our sins, and he will give you a new life. I guarantee you he will, a life of joy and peace. I'm not saying you won't have any struggles. You will, but you'll have someone to help you get through them. You'll have a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Ask Jesus to come into your life today. And please tune in again to our next program on Saturday. It will be at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on uh, Blog Talk Radio Prophetic News and next Monday on the Prophecy Zone Radio Network at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard. God bless you all, and thank you for tuning in. I'm going to a city that's set on a hill Its ruler and maker is the Lord God above Oh, I'm going to a city and it's set on a hill 